Hey guys, Lance Sterline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. The Super Bowl is gay. Take a sourdough loaf, you carve it out, and you put some kind of a, you put like a chowder chowder in it, and then you eat out of bread. bread, From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. She likes it my way. This will be interesting to see. How long Tom Brady won his third Super Bowl? He's 27 years old. When did he win his next one? <clears throat> they won three out of four. 31? They won in 2001. They, won in two, they lost in 2002. Then they won back-to-back in 03 and 04. There's the first back-to-back since then. Lost those seven. <clears throat> When okay, how long till their next one? Eight. Want to get in? Um, like, oh, 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 uh, oh! Wow, wait, they they delayed a little bit. Not fourteen, was 14. it? Fourteen. Yeah, wow. Ten years later, it was that long. It was that long, and this is a dynasty. That's a dynasty. What's well, because they kept this it at a high level? This is three and five years for the Kansas City Chiefs. Back to back, first time. It, it, he's got a chance. He's got a chance to surpass Brady. He ain't beating C.J. Stroud. Okay, I'm gonna say something, y'all. That y'all are gonna think is is I'm playing little games here. I'm playing little baby games with you, but I'm not. The Houston Texans have a chance to become the best team in the AFC. It takes one good draft, one smart free agent. Period. And, How about and C.J. Jones? Stroud staying on, How about, st- staying humble and staying no. on his path. This is legitimately like Kansas City is not more talented in the wide receiving core. They just have a special quarterback. I gotta say, I th- and the I defense s- really. Good. I gotta say, I saw a lot more of C.J. this week, Super Bowl week, than I wanted to. I'm not nothing against what the, but he was a they they had a lot of lists with him where he listed himself. What, what I re- year you've upset Dell? What's what's the? What is? No, it? I'm laughing. It's just the it's just the cycle that we go through where where we go. Oh, great rookie young quarterback, Jesus loving, humble. Oh, man's 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 enjoying himself too much. I hope he's ready for the. I hope he's ready for season two. I hope he's not out there I'm, doing honestly, too much. Honestly, I'm not. Listen. It wouldn't be the first time. It happens all the time. You're not as good I, the second year. It, 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 do, it does. I did think about it yesterday when I was thinking about, like, because I see some things in CJ that I see in um, – the, the games aren't the same necessarily, but I see some similar intangibles with CJ that I see with Pat Mahomes. And But I also thought, man, I legitimately – and talking to people who know him, 
Deshaun became a different person. Yeah. He was not just a fraud coming out. Deshaun was Deshaun, country boy, this, that, and the other. Now, the difference is C.J. Stroud is more worldly. C.J.'s from L.A. C.J. is is not coming in with his eyes open. C.J. saw Deshaun and was like, what the hell is Deshaun doing? Like, told somebody that. What's he doing? Deshaun got overwhelmed by the money, the access, and I think he became a different person. But still, it's happened to a guy that I was watching and cheered for here. So you always worry about, well, the fame and everything. Well, I remember when um, your boy Arian Foster was like, couldn't be happier about everything, was easy to deal with. And then he turned sour once he got fame. He, and some of it was having to deal with people on social no, media and all that. Turned. He got sour and no. really disenchanted. I want this CJ to be CJ forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I get you on that point. But at the same time, CJ's going to go out and do stuff. You know, CJ's not a drinker, right? You would not like CJ. You're never going. I like that in my quarterback. CJ Stroud doesn't drink. Oh, I like that in my. quarterback. You're never going to get this CJ, the, the rookie CJ again. As far as, I mean, he may thank God forever, thank Jesus forever, but it's the I don't know about fame, but the notoriety, the access, it'll change him. I'm not saying it'll be so negative, but he will not be this. He's only what 22, 23. He would never, even if a normal kid wouldn't be the same they were at 22, 23, he's going to be different. Yeah. It's just how it's going to go. No, no, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I just, I want that, I want that naivete. Nah, I want that young CJ that was, I, that's, you get that for a year, maybe two, and then after that. Yeah, but when, the, see, Del, it's about, that's parenting. You just love when the kids, they're parenting. just. You're not his yeah. parent. Well, no, 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 no. But you, you, you love that. You know, you hate when they really know what the world's all about. Well, you just you get just ready for that. it. Yeah, you just hate that. Um, <clears throat> we can't keep so, CJ Stroud in so, okay, a bubble. Okay, let me ask you this: Jawan Jennings, restricted free agent. I would really re- Jawan Jennings proved that he can play Fits this offense. Obviously, Fits, yes. How about that with Nico on one side and Tank and Jawan Jennings? Better, it also would be a better um, contract, an easier contract to deal with. Well, you know, if you're going to re-up probably Nico, wouldn't because the 49ers would match it. He's restricted. Well, he's yeah, he's restricted, but you can do some different things. Like Kyle also may look at this as we can find a wide receiver for this offense. Um, I don't know. I, there's I, some big wide receivers that are going to get the money. It, his money is going to be definitely lower second tier. But he did do well for the 49ers. But they had Kendrick Bourne, who became a free agent. They like Kendrick Bourne walk. Like, I don't think that they believe. And remember, Debo and, and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are your two primary guys. Yeah. They're going to be your primary guys. So I don't know that they will keep him. You can always draft a wide receiver and be fine. I think they need to replace tight end. But that's a, that's a separate San Francisco conversation. But – um. I like I like I like Juwan uh, not Juwan Jennings uh yeah I like wait is it Juwan Jennings yeah yeah I like Juwan Jennings he is J E J yeah yeah I remember writing him up when he came out of Tennessee but he's a kind of tough J A U A N yeah Juwan. he's the type type of tough pass catching option uh so is you you'd have two of them one with Nico but Nico has vertical capability Jennings is more possession based. Um, but he can, you know, he can play up the field too. So, yeah, that'd be a good one. I'd like that. Yep. What about Chris Jones? Chris Jones made a the defense tackle. Yeah, I'll take him. Okay, but I, this dude, this dude made a huge, 
huge. He was huge. He hugely affected that game last night. So you want to pay him a quarterback? Time after time after so time. So while after CJ time. doesn't have to be paid a quarterback's contract, you want to pay him a quarterback contract? That's, Let's call it 29. To, I mean, we get caught up in contracts, but CJ, you always talk about rookie contract. What's the value of a rookie contract? That you can do certain things you can't once a rookie's deal is up. Why not pay a, a, a quarterback? Why don't you pay quarterback fee for a dominant player in the middle? I mean, it's worth thinking about. Maybe you give him a four-year deal and three of it's guaranteed. And then CJ uh, will be up in those four years, and then you're done with him, mm-hmm. right? That's not a bad, that's not a, not a bad idea. And you, the defensive line is so critical. A pass Since rush that's on the, the interior. kind of move that you were just talking about that the Texans have to make. Well, if they want to uh, – well, see, I don't think they're as far – if CJ Stroud is a real deal, which it looks like he is, they're really not as far as you think. We've seen this happen with the Cincinnati Bengals, with Joe Burrow. We have seen this happen quickly with teams. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility because you had, I mean, you got a cornerback who stepped up and played all pro caliber football when he was healthy and stingly. You got Tank Dell, who's a steal in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like Now, of course, health is, makes a difference, but, man, you're, you're probably closer than you think. You're probably a little closer than you think. I <clears throat> it's hard getting there, but one of the things you're going to need to do is find somebody that takes you over the top. Chris Jones is one of those guys that can take you over the top defensively because he impacts the pass also with his rush. Um, Chris Jones would be awesome. Awesome, awesome. 814 ESPN 97.5 and 9. But you're right. It's going to be quarterback money. It's going to be quarterback money. Uh, we got uh, uh, at uh, 830, we got uh, ship talk coming your way. I'm sure you got a lot from this weekend, right? Um, right, right now, I'm talking about home bank. I'm talking about, well, actually, no. Right now, I'm talking about Houston powder coaters. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Robin, and I'm talking about just the best uh, powder coating company. I think there's other powder powder coated companies out there. I'm pretty sure there are. Don't know. Don't care. I know Houston powder coaters is going to pick up and deliver absolutely free. So I don't care where you are, if you can hear us, Beaumont, and all you, everybody down to Galveston, uh, Kingwood, wherever you are. Uh, if you've got some patio furniture that you want them to pick up or you have an old refrigerator that you want to restore or you have anything that's metal, you've got boat parts or you've got car parts, free pickup and delivery for those parts. From, from And that's a big deal. How are you going to get the, all that stuff there? You don't have to pick up whatever the, the case may be. Uh, you, you And they, they, they cover everywhere. They're just the best at it. The... Priming and primping of all of everything that they do is they are it is so so detailed in what they do. They're just awesome, and it doesn't matter what it is. Of course, Robin will tell you. You can text her. You can send her a picture of your stuff. She said, "Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can save that. No, we can't save that. You got to go buy new stuff." Nope, that's the case. And Robin is going to be uh, very hands on, and she's going to be honest with you about that. So you're looking for that powder coater company that's going to save your furniture or whatever. HoustonPowderCoaters dot com two eight one six seven six thirty eight eighty eight. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I'm an idea man, Chuck. What if you mix mayonnaise right in the can with the tuna fish? Hold it. Take live tuna fish and feed them mayonnaise. (laughs) 
The recipe is simple. Take one part John because you know what you're going to get. And add like 50 parts Lance because you never know what you're going to get. Spike the spice with some Del Olaleya and damn, it tastes like the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Seven months, seven eight zero three seven seven six. Anything that you that you uh, want to talk about with the game last night or whatever. Well, two things we haven't touched on yet. The Rockets are in are reeling right now. Uh, they are just not having a, a good time of it. Six games under five hundred now, which is a season low. They can't win on the road. Another failed road trip. They. <clears throat> Saturday, they benched, eBay benched Jalen Green. Yep. It doesn't take much. They lost by three. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, Jalen bounces back and looked like a different guy. And they 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 lose again, but Jalen's got his first ever triple-double. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he also had five turnovers with his 10 assists, but neither here nor there. Um, Alperin Shangun's got a lower back problem. To go along with Fred Van Vliet, to go along with Tari Eason, it's uh, it's not. This is not turning out. But this is the long play. It's not just this season. Although they passed up on the trade deadline, I got a chance to talk a little bit, a uh, little bit of basketball uh, this weekend. <clears throat> they were not making a move that would that was not a championship move, and I I agree with it. Don't make a move for somebody and uh, that would just help you win 40 games. No, no but you no. can make a move that would position you around draft time or get rid of a certain amount of money. I mean, you could have done something like that. Well, unfortunately, well, they... If it's not available, it's not available. They liked the the uh, Stephen um, Adams move, yeah. but but they didn't find any everything. Listen, McCall Bridges was just too expensive. The Nets were not traded. Unless you gave up they the house, they, they were not traded. They weren't serious. They were not serious people. You're right. So that wasn't that was not going to happen. The, you know what? They were like, hey, we feel like we have got a really, really, really good core. Let's see how it plays out. There was a lot of smoke about Jalen. I don't know. I don't know whether or not he was part of any uh, talks. There was a lot of smoke smoke about Jalen. And then, and the reality is uh, of it is. Are you going to be able to pay Alperin and Jalen both in the same offseason the, the kind of money that they're going to they're going to want? And is are they both part of a championship team? We'll see. Losing Tari, I can tell you this: the organization is is they're re, they really really believe in Tari Eason. Mm-hmm. They really believe in Tari Eason, and Tari Eason uh, being out all of this time is really underplayed. I think by all of us that losing that guy. And what he brings to the table in every aspect has been a huge loss. It's been a monster loss because Tari Eason is an energy player who keeps the ball alive, who gets on the offensive rebounds. Um, he gets easy baskets around the basket. He he defends like Tari Eason is a major, major, major component in this team. He's got really a chance to be their best player. Uh, I'm not going to put him ahead of Shingun, but. I think he has a chance All to be around. Shangun yeah. still has his limitations. Well, he does defensively, but I mean, he also has triple doubles. So yeah, he you know he does have that. I'm going to take With you through more minutes though. We'll see what. But Tari's got to get back, man. I'm going to take you through Jabari Smith right now. Okay, in November, 
Jabari shot 53% from the field, 53-7, 41-7 from three. He averaged 14 points a game in 29.7 minutes a game in November. In December, still good, 13.8 points a game, 36.7 from three. You'll take that. He played 30.8 minutes a game. Okay. 36, you'll take all day, yeah. Now we're in uh, to January. I'm sorry. Yeah, January. 12 points a game. Going down every month. 12.9. 38% from three. 43% from the field. A little lower. He got up to 34 minutes. So he's playing more and more minutes. So far in February, he's averaging 11 points a game and 30.6. 33% from three and 40% from the field. It's been going down yeah. incrementally every month. Um, I, I I think Jabari Smith is a player who, A, he's going to have to pack on more muscle mass this next Did year. Did you see? Okay. If you're asking to play more minutes, he's also it's the be more youngest physical. player to ever have four steals and four block shots in a game. Wow. That's I didn't weird. know that was a real stat. There's, well, it, well, that's data dredging. Yes, it yes. is. But. It's just happened, as a matter of fact, last yesterday. He's going to be the youngest player to do a lot of stuff, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, he's, still, he's still young. I think he's 21 now, or is he still 20? Uh, no, probably 20. I think he may still be yeah. 20. Maybe may, may have turned 21, but um, I just know this. He's got to get bigger and stronger. He's going to have to take on the wear and tear because he's a guy that you really need to become stable. I think Tari Eason's going to be who he's always going to be. Like, I think he's a stable player. You need Jabari Smith to also be that stable player because Jalen's going to be up and down. Shingun's going to be a stable player. The more you get stable players, the more you're a consistent team. And Jabari needs to be that guy. I'm not saying he, he needs to be explosive. It's just, you know, he need, I think being stronger, physically stronger, and a he's little more 20. muscular. He's I know. I know. He needs to, but he needs to fill out that frame. Yeah. They need to work on that. And as, yet as be able season. to shoot as well. Mm-hmm. You know, because there, there is that. He's not a bad shooter, but yeah, you'd like for him to consistently be 38 to 40. Yep. So a winless road uh, road stint here, and you lose Alperin Shangun to a lower back problem. That's, that's, that's a little bit scary for me. When you're talking about a lower back problem for a young player like a, a an Alperin Shangun, especially as physical as he's got to be inside all the time, that's a little bit scary. He only got in, I don't know, what he got 13 minutes or somewhere around there against Toronto and then wasn't able to play at all yesterday. So that's not, that's not something that we're looking forward to. Um, the other thing is, did you watch any of the Cougs game against Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, the emergence of Malik Wilson has been huge. Holy crap. He made four plays on a five-minute span that, if not for Malik Wilson, stole a ball, tied a ball up, hit a jumper, and then hit another jumper. And I'm like, when they needed these baskets so badly because of – they go on these runs where, oh my goodness, they're just the game. They were in a huge funk, and he got them out of it. He got them out of it, and he made four huge plays. And then Cryer came in and hit the floater at the end. Cryer uh, was in foul trouble, and then he came back in at the end and made that huge basket, the little floater that was uh, that was that won the game for him. But um, yeah, Malik Wilson, who really didn't have any role at all, and now he's getting minutes. He got big minutes. And maybe just because of Cryer being down because of the foul trouble, but whatever, that you just found yourself another weapon. And, and Kelvin, you know, Kelvin, Kelvin Sampson, you know, 
he slices his his bench into nothing. I mean, he play, he'll play six guys. He don't care. Mm-hmm. You know what? If they're the guys that are playing the hardest and they they're going to win the game. JoJo Tugler has grown up in front of our eyes and playing great. Um, you know, Jawan is Jawan. Jawan had himself a, a really big game. It that was a tough, tough. That was a great atmosphere. Those people really wanted to beat the Cougs. They're not as it's not a great. Oh team. yeah, I mean. Houston's got a no. They get everybody's best shot. Yeah, there's there's a target on their back. Absolutely, there's a target on their back. They get every single game wherever they go, they get everybody's best shot, and that's great. That's awesome, and I think it'll help them in the postseason. What won't help them is the way they shoot. Nope. Goodness gracious, nothing's changed over the years. It's just Even I think chippies they can't. Hit. Kelvin just he's never going to he's never going to um, give in and compromise on his defensive standards he's just not that's who he is and I, I respect it but at the same time can we just get one random like i don't care if you have to go get a white guy from white from kid that can shoot. like the pacific northwest who can shoot it just have that little like whitey kansas in the corner guy. shooting threes like kansas is yeah guy. I, if you need a sharpshooter who who who's not great on the i don't care who it is just get somebody who's just a an ace from three, but he just won't do it. You got to be able to defend at a certain level, and for whatever reason, there just seems to be a sliding scale of the better and the tougher and the more dog you have on you defensively. It's just <laughs> it takes away from your shooting power. It's like it's like playing a video game where you can allot a certain amount of points, and if you allot so many of them to defense and attitude, aggression, toughness, you have to subtract from ball handling, subtract from shooting. You can't have it all, but can we just get one, one. guy like that, that looks like somebody for the, like Wichita State would always have one guy. Yeah, remember that one white guy that played for nine years yeah. there with the mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they just need one of those guys, you know, one of those guys. And you got Portal. I'm sure you can get one of those guys in a portal. Calvin, fine. Oh, up. look, this guy's from. Uh, um, this guy is from Northern Iowa. UC Northern Santa Iowa. Barbara. Oh yeah. Oh, look at this guy yeah. from UC Santa Barbara. Shoots 44.7% from three. Oh, I don't want to go. make this a racial thing, but just one white guy. He had one. Well, saying those are the guys <laughs> that don't go play in the league. One white shooter. They had Quentin Grimes. He was a shooter. Quentin Grimes. He was a shooter. You don't got to be white to be a shooter. No, you don't have to be white. No. But I know I'm, so I'm, I'm thinking say, of a certain wait, type of player. Grimes? He's not white. I'm thinking yeah, of just the guy shooter? who only does that. That's oh. his only role because – Kelvin won't get those guys because yeah, they but, don't defend. Those I'm only going to shoot West Coast boy, pretty boys. I they're know, not. But you can do hide them with the other four defensive yeah, players. Yeah, right. Team, I, I don't know why you're, have team defense why you're besmirching the West Coast. Just go get one of the guys. Beheim. You, well, okay, CJ's a West Coast guy, by the way. You um, see Santa Barbara though, and CJ can shoot. Well, CJ, CJ's can't got range. Just though. get one of those guys that Jim Beheim got. For years and bring bring him over. Yeah, they're actually now the Jim Beheim yeah, no, guys no, no, actually right. have a little more grit. How about a Beheim? Wouldn't that be great? I think I think they've all. Do they have el- any more? Are there any baby Beheims? I think they're all out of eligibility. Is there a John the Shire or a Crier or one of those right. little dookies that can shoot? I'm sure they exist someplace. They'll Isn't slap there the floor, an slap or... the floor floor and play defense. Somewhere. There's got to be an O'Connell somewhere. Yeah, surely there's some Irish kid from the Northeast. Why do you you don't need white guys who can shoot? Or a McBuckets <sighs> type one. of guy. You kind of need. I mean, I really prefer don't. to just have a two-way shooter. Yes, I'd prefer to have a two-way shooter. Jordan Hawkins, who shot the lights out for Connecticut, not white last year. When Good. They won the title. Where's he? Bring him in. He's in the NBA. 
See, that's what I'm saying. See, the ones up, we're talking about aren't going to the league. Yeah, right. They don't play defense. No, they only right. shoot. Skinny white kids, like the Kansas kid. They just are designated like, shooters, Dell. He, he really doesn't look like a killer, the, but he those, is. Those guys, that Kansas kid is going to the NBA. Yeah, yeah see, I know. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> I just mean, I'm thinking of well, a very specific I mind a college basketball shoot. player that only shoots threes and yeah. doesn't really have any other value, but spotting up on have fast you, breaks. You've but, talked to Calvin Sampson, have you? Talk to him I'll about what you, what you need. What you hey, think, coach? What do you, you find think, a white shooter? Do you think his team? It could be any you great talk shooter. That? Mm. Which, well, see, don't don't make it a white and black thing. I'm talking about when I'm thinking specifically about a guy who doesn't defend, <laughs> who is a liability other than shooting. He not Kelvin will not, not give that. in on that. He's not doing that. He won't not give that. in on that. All right, we got to give in right now because Dell, when we come back, has got chips. A lot of Jackies. It's the Jackie Goss. Segment. Well, we don't do the show for Jackie. He just you can just sit there in the corner and listen, Jackie. Um, Ooh, wow. but, and just watch it from yeah, the corner. Yeah, or Why watch it, it on you, a... or watch it from the corner on YouTube. Wow. You can do that too. By the way, we're on YouTube. Just search ESPN Houston either either on YouTube or just type it in on Google. Um, the channel will come up. But we have a lot of basketball ship talk, including from the can't miss Caitlin Clark. At least her game. She didn't say it, but her coach did. We'll talk about that. Ooh, mm-hmm. Five of fourteen from three. Wow. It, Scoreless in the there, fourth quarter. There was some missing going on. Oh, she had a terrible. Well, I think she was doing that intentionally to try to set the record at home, though. Yeah, she probably did. She probably missed them on purpose. She Here's lost on purpose. What Here, a selfish player. You want If you don't want to miss, how about this? About a, a CD rate from Home Bank right now. 5.15% on a seven-month CD. If you want a longer term, 4.75% APY on a 14-month CD. But you got to, the minimum balance is $2,500. All right, the minimum balance there is $2,500. You probably want to put more than that into it, okay? If you can have your money sit for seven months, 5.15% is going to be really, really nice. Competitive rates at Home Bank. This is what you're seeing right here. Local bankers ready to help you meet your financial goals. Business and personal banking solutions for nearly any need. They are, they are small business experts. So, well... They, they really know the game. They know the game of the small business. So if you're looking for the best way to get, get to one of the locations, River Oak, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Baybrook, Friendswood, they're awesome, awesome, awesome. Visit home24bank.com for more information. Home Bank member FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, Dell, ship talk. What do we got this week? So we talked about it before we went to break. Iowa lost a game on the road at Nebraska in an upset. Caitlin Clark went scoreless in the fourth quarter. Lance believes she tanked the fourth so she could break the record for... Most points scored at home. Seems like seems like he's right dead on the money there, right on the money there. But the Iowa coach wasn't thrilled with the proceedings during the game and after. So what you're going to hear is the after-game press conference and Nebraska players are being interviewed. And apparently Big Ten protocols, protocol says that the road team gets to go first. She took offense to that and other things. So you'll hear her yelling um, from outside the press conference room. Her name is Lisa Bluter. 
I had a lot of special moments with my dad. We got a flight to catch. You know, I won several states. Bullshit. This is not Big Ten protocol. Her last comment was, they play music while you shoot free throws. Apparently, that's supposed to turn off when the road team is at the free she throw line. She would hate the Waste Management Open. <laughs> yeah, she's not. I don't think she's going to the Waste Management Open. But no. No, 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 no. But, but if there is protocol, and oh, by the way, they do have a plane to catch. Yeah. That's why the visiting team goes first. Yes. I can see why. I can see it. Not she just thrilled. lost the game. She wasn't supposed to lose. Lose. She's got she, she got to get on a plane, and they won't let her do the pro- press conference. And then they're playing music during her free throws? No, 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 no. She Nebraska? Had, she had some gripes. You stay quiet during the putt. That's the rule. That is the rule. You're not supposed to play music. So, and I also saw some, somebody one time said it's, it's they, uh, oh, never mind. Go ahead. We're going to, okay. It's we'll, actually somebody I like, so I don't want to put them out there. Okay, we're going to go to something lighter here. Vanessa Bryant, if you don't know, obviously the wife of Kobe Bryant, but also Kobe had a statue unveiled. I know, John, your favorite player. And it's one of three, I guess, the Lakers are going to unveil in, the, in I guess, maybe the upcoming years. But the first one was unveiled last week. And this is Vanessa Bryant at a presser beforehand discussing Kobe's cho- choice for a pose. And for the record... Kobe picked the pose you're about to see. So if anyone has any issues with it, tough shit. Dang. It is what it is. I like that. It is Good what it you, is. Vanessa. Vanessa Bryant. Um, so we'll move on to one of our, maybe not our favorites, but a guy who had a time here in Houston, Pat Bev. Pat Bev broke his own trade. He broke it on the Pat Bev through the Pat Bev Twitter account, or maybe his Twitter account, but he also talked about the trade as well. And a familiar refrain was heard regarding one Daryl Morey. So we playing in Denver, and I hit Daryl Morey with the, hey, I'm getting traded. Hey, you know. No, not you. No, of course not. So he's a liar. Uh, <laughs> that was his co-host of course in reference to John, james harden before the year yeah, daryl Morey's a liar so yeah. apparently the denver game was a couple weeks ago and i don't know how pat bev got word that he might get traded and he he i guess he found out that there are rumors maybe his agent told him and daryl no nah, you're not going anywhere no. and of course he was traded to now he's a what? buck wait huh that's crazy no no wait Daryl lied? Who said this? No, that's not possible. You could not get traded. It's not possible. And you were. You mm-hmm. were. And he had the chance to break your own trade before eight, before Woj or Shams got to it. We're going to move to football here. Merrill Hodge, known for his dead-on mm-hmm. breakdown of one Johnny Manziel, has thoughts on Caleb Williams that weren't so great. Um, so people are looking to that. And Bears fans are like, hey, he gets stuff wrong, too. At least we hope he gets this one wrong because Caleb Williams is the perennial, or at least the favorite pick for the Bears. So here's Merrill Hodge on Caleb Williams, and he also likes Justin Fields more than some people like our own very our very own Lance Erline. Oh, I've only watched Caleb Williams three games last year, three this year, so I'm only halfway done. Okay, the one thing that I that is clear, he is not special. He is not something unique like a Patrick Mahomes, and I hope the Bears don't think, well, let's 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 try to make up for our mistake when we pass up Patrick Mahomes and go get the Patrick Mahomes. The kid is not Patrick Mahomes. 
ain't even remotely close to that. It is unfair to Justin Fields. He has had new coordinator, new coordinator, new coordinator. There's no possible way you can know about your guy when you do that. It's the worst thing that can happen to any player, especially a quarterback. I'll be honest, I don't know that he's special either. Watching him, I don't see special. I gave him a pretty good grade. I feel like I really pushed his grade higher than it should be. I actually don't see as much special as I thought I would. You'll see flashes, and you do see some flashes of Mahomes-type stuff every once in a while, but I don't think that's as controversial a take after watching him as as everyone else does. Now, he came out there strong. Yeah, but it doesn't get a lot better this year. No. I was surprised last year's tape wasn't even better than I was expecting. Um, he just takes a lot of stuff off off schedule and just tries to make, you know, plays too much hero ball. But he's got really good – I mean, he's got a really good uh, arm and there's a lot of stuff. But, you know, he's also missed badly on some quarterback stuff that he said. All of us have. But it looks really good when he nailed the Johnny Manziel yeah. one. And actually there were two of them. There's he another, got two, right? I forgot what the other one was. Yeah, he nailed Johnny Manziel, and he nailed another one that was really good. Yeah, we got, Let's move back to basketball. A game that happened on Saturday night. Steph Curry hit, hits a long long three late in the game to beat the Suns. If you if you met, you might have only seen that, but there was a subplot of Nurkic versus Draymond again. Remember, Draymond mm, hit mm-hmm. Nurkic, and that's why he got suspended. And, and they had a back and forth. Nurkic backed Draymond down and did a very – over the top, too small, even slapped the floor after he did it. And then Draymond responded after Nurkic kind of turned his back, not respecting Draymond on offense. And then Draymond backed him down, slapped the floor after he after he made a shot. So this is a back and forth. You hear Nurkic first, and then Draymond was asked about Nurkic's comments. And Draymond actually contemplates what Nurkic said because I guess when you do a lot of work and the guy says you haven't learned anything, you kind of you kind of try to figure it out, and then Draymond has some stuff for Nurkic a little bit later on. But here's the back and forth between the two after the game. I mean, it's sad. He didn't learn anything, man. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. He's going to knock somebody else again. So take everything back what I said. Uh, you don't deserve a chance. Draymond, over here. Um, sorry to keep bringing up Nurkic, but he said after the game that he felt that your antics tonight proves that you didn't learn anything. I'm just wondering if you had any response to that. This is Draymond pausing and trying to figure out what to say. I mean, I thought I was pretty great tonight, honestly. Um, you know, so I thought, you know, he tried to get in my head and it didn't work. You seem to get him back. You can't get bullied a couple plays later if you're going to do that. <laughs> you can't be a nothing defender if you're going to do that. So, you know, you, you're going to do all of that you man will probably outweigh me by 70 pounds and you get put in the rim got to be more careful (laughs) (laughs) you got put in the rim you got to be more careful uh no he of course he didn't learn anything (laughs) no one no one actually thinks you change everything like you know it takes years for people to go through and unload baggage and years of therapy and all this. Draymond did it in a month? No. Of course he didn't learn anything. That's why you just don't poke the bear if you're Nurkic. And Draymond's not going to change. He's going to be Draymond, but he'll, uh, you know, he'll drift away. Man, the Rockets, I wanted to at least 
be cheering for a play-in possibility. We are drifting out of play-in possibility. Yeah, I know. I mean, it is, you know, you you think, oh, there's lots of year left. There's not lots of year left. There's less than half the year left. It's going away quick, and you're showing no signs of being able to win on the road right now. No, zero. They're, the, they're one of the worst, the second worst road team in the league. They're just awful. And they got to figure they got to figure that out. And well, get get healthy first. Get Alpi back. Get Tari back. Get Fred mm-hmm. back. You're right though. Tari's the big one. Yeah, Tari's big. Fred not being there, I think, has a chance to help some guys. Almonds. Yeah, I think Almonds going to get some valuable experience yeah. now, where he's got a little bit more confidence. The Tari thing, man. We can't hear right. We cannot have Tari McCullers. He has been. He has been injured in different years. Yeah. Like he's missed time. Yeah, and they thought he was going to be back probably in the, around the All-Star break along with Fred. This has been a longer – I think he's been out longer than they expected. Though. Yep, you know, he, he has been. He has, right? He has, absolutely has been. All right, time to talk about Chastain Ford. Well done, Dell. Uh, Jackie, we're, we're going to need a grade for Dell on this one. He can grade it, but do it from the corner you're sitting in. Oh, why has he got to sit in the corner and watch? Because he just watches why are and listens. Why you putting him on that? Well, I imagine he just sits in the, cor- in the corner. He's, I think he's more upset that you guys don't even know where he lives. He was upset by that last week. Galveston, to, what's the big Galveston. deal about He lives in Bolivar. Bolivar's a subdivision, I think. It's, it's a they have Pirates thing. Cove, I think, and yeah. like Pirates yeah. Cove, Bolivar. Galveston, Annex that. All that stuff. Yeah. Galveston doesn't it's have the, the power thing. to annex yeah, anything. I'm pretty sure. That That's like Houston and Spring Branch. It's basically the, the same, same thing. thing. It's, in, it's within. Yeah. Bel Air is within the city. Yeah. I just know. Thing. I just know what he was upset about. Yeah. Well, People what else? Bolivar so what else? What else? Get over when it. When did Bolivar get so sensitive? Yeah. Well, he's, he's apparently soft. he thinks he, yeah. he's so soft. He thinks his him just listening to the show means you guys have a real relationship. So he thinks you should know where he lives. Okay. No one cares. He's never about been to his house. Never Jackie, been invited. We're not Raheel. Only the only people. The only person who actually cares about you who worked here is Raheel. It's a listener. I uh, care about all listeners. Uh, I, I care about some, not Jackie. Oh, till Cub Fan Timmy's with Jackie. He's he's Team Jackie on this one. Oh, I'm surprised. Cub uh, Fan Timmy. Cub it's, Fan it's Team Jackie. Yeah. That's a big surprise. <laughs> mm-hmm. Racism. I don't know about that, but I'm not surprised by his side. Time to talk about Chastain Ford. My peeps over at Chastain Ford are the best. You're going to love Chastain Ford. You're going to love getting taken advantage of the F-150s. The 2023s, got to get them up. Whatever 2023 is left on the lot, 1.9% financing. Get them off the lot. It's February. We can't have no 2023s. Let's do whatever to get them, get them out of here because we got 2024s that are just beautiful and wonderful. And, okay, oh, by the way, you want to customize a, a vehicle for yourself? I went in and customized my Lightning. I love my Lightning. It's my favorite vehicle I've ever owned. I went in and customized it, and they were like, okay, what you want? You want this? You want that? You want... I, you know what? Just I, I, exactly how I wanted it, not how you know the dealership wants you to have it. It's what you want because they're not adding on, they're not marking up, they're not trying to put uh, so much more on this vehicle so they can jack up the price. They don't care about that. They want you to have the best vehicle for yourself, and because you're going to come back. Okay, these well, a lot of these dealerships are just in it to go. We got to make that sale. We got to like, gouge as much as we can, get as much as you can out of every sale. Hey, you ain't going back to that dealership, but you're going to go back to Chastain Ford, and people do every time. You're going to be part of the Chastain family. I'm telling you, you buy one vehicle from Chastain Ford, you're buying your next one from there too because you'll love the way they do business. I do. I'm going to, I'm going to be buying all my vehicles from Chastain Ford on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead, five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 975.com. We keep getting away with it. I want to fall. Keep it up, fall. 
currently in the Veritex Community Bank Studios. One is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. I was one of those people that wanted to play the Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. Hmm. I regret, I immediately regret that decision. Yeah, you got the Browns. Got the Browns. And who a big win. Beat your tail in. The Chiefs, who aren't really that good. Well, except for that whole back to back Super Bowl thing that they just Right, right. And so yeah, you they, decided on the road in Kansas City, and what would have turned out to have been one of the coldest games in NFL history would have right. been better off than having Joe Flacco come to your crib. Right. You thought that was a good idea. Yeah. You, I, like I said, I immediately mm-hmm, regret that decision mm-hmm, of mine. Thinking of CJ and the rest of the Texans playing in minus 20 wind chill, <laughs> you regret hoping that would have been the case? Yeah. I didn't think that out too well. No. Uh, that was, that was, I'm, I'm, I had my druthers, the Chief, I wanted the Chiefs in the first round. That, yeah. that was. I remember. Yeah. I don't really, I never want to. Go play Pat Mahomes in Kansas City. Just not a not yeah. of interest to me. Well, I'd much rather play Joe Flacco. Yeah. So well, Chris Solis is now handi- okay. Chris Solis is handicapping. This is how he handicap games. Let's see. I'm going to take Pat Mahomes plus points against Lamar. Right. I'm going to take Pat Mahomes plus points against Brock Purdy. Maybe it's people flawless. overthink something. It's it, Maybe people is, overthink it. Except. I mean, San Francisco could have and should have. Listen, the, the three biggest comebacks, fourth quarter comebacks in Super Bowl history, Kyle Shanahan was on the wrong end of all three. What was the number? 28 to 3. It wasn't a big comeback this year. What was the number? 10 points in the was fourth it quarter. Was yeah. it the second 10 points? God, it was 10 dog, points man. in the fourth quarter? I thought it was I, 10 to No, no, six. no, it wasn't because it was the Kansas City scored 10 in the Listen. third quarter. There's no way it was. Yeah, it was it was 10-3 at the half, and then 10-6, and 13-10. Kansas City was – the 49ers responded after the Kansas City took the lead. Uh, didn't they go up 20-10? to 10? No. No. No, oh, no, no. They never got to 20. Right, yeah, right. Six, uh, oh. No. Yeah. It's, it's, well, I don't know why. I saw it on well, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, wrong. Well, I mean, they were up 10 nothing in the first half. Oh, maybe yeah, it was but just I don't that. count that. That's not fourth quarter loss. No, that's not that's not a fourth quarter. No, uh, maybe it was just two uh, two ten point and one uh, twenty five point. Yeah, he had three double digit leads in super in the in super, super Bowl and loss each loss. time. Yes, I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Um, man, what does this say? Like, and his team this is really and a his monkey team didn't the know the overtime now. rules. Like Kyle Yuschick, like no. Armstead said, he looked up at the scoreboard and knew. That's how he found out the rules when they were showing them on the scoreboard to the fans. Kyle Yuschick didn't know the rules either. The I new, didn't know the rule. Well, the Chiefs did. I knew the, the rule Chiefs about should, the. Well, I knew the rule that it would the, play the out. The NFL players should. I knew the rule <laughs> that it would play out, but I didn't realize that it was. I thought it was the same thing, just with unlimited time. Well, you talk about coaching. Andy Reid went over scenarios in in the preseason that he discussed. Like Chris Jones said, "Hey, if they had scored a touchdown." And we were going to go down and score and go for two. We had already talked about that before the season even began. So I don't know. If, I don't know if that would have played out, considering All maybe right, he didn't 100%. have the right play. Andy has Andy has winners on his yeah. play sheet. The ones that he calls he considers winners. Mm-hmm. 
He has plays that he uses that he considers are winners for that so, moment alone. I guarantee. So you talk about the play that's won the game, and you're talking about how coaching matters. Andy Reid, team completely prepared. Kyle Shanahan's team unprepared for the moment. For that moment, that's yeah. that's really interesting because that's a pretty finite detail or unique detail when you're talking about a postseason, a Super Bowl. They're they're practicing Super Bowl. The new rules. The new overtime rules in a Super Bowl? I mean, I guess well, it's not just post-season. Super Bowl, it's postseason. post-season. Yeah, it just didn't. And they know they're going to go to the postseason, so they take care of that business. Uh, San Francisco should have known, too. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's not, that doesn't bode well for First back to back. But listen, and how many times did they go three, the, the 49ers in a row went three and out at least three times in a row? I thought Brock Purdy really didn't look good for, for chunks of that game. Like, he made some things happen. He had some. He had some pretty good throws and a scheme that's very quarterback friendly. But I thought Brock Purdy, and what were they doing? When Brock Purdy looked bad, like they ran the ball well in the first half. You know they had one run in the third quarter? McCaffrey touched it one, he had one, not touched it one time, but he had one run in the third quarter. That's that's yeah. not okay. That's not good enough. Because look how you started wearing Kansas City down. Kansas City in that overtime, was just getting worn down in times of the and actually in the fourth quarter too. Christian McCaffrey really came on in the fourth quarter. So to me, Kyle Kyle Shannon, and you've got a good running back in Elijah Mitchell. You've got to quit trying to be a genius all the time. I mean, I'm sure it didn't come off this way, but I saw somebody say it on Twitter. I'm sure it wasn't meant this way, but somebody on Twitter said, and it was interesting to say, Shanahan needs to quit trying to prove something about Brock Purdy and just try to win this game. Now, I don't think he was calling plays to prove that Purdy was a playmaker or whatever. I don't think that was the case. But why are you such a genius all the time? I think you're a wonderful play caller and highly intelligent. But that was a game that had Christian McCaffrey written all over it. You get McCaffrey going. You get Elijah Mitchell going. You keep him off balance. You let Purdy, you let Purdy put them on the back foot because you don't know. Like, they don't know when the play action's coming. You've got an opportunity to do all this stuff with Debo Samuel, which, by the way, was a non-factor for most of the game, with Brandon Ayuk. But you had, like, I just thought getting away from the run was so dumb in the third quarter. Such a dumb, dumb move. But it's in line with Shanahan trying to prove that he's, you know, he tries to outthink himself. Well, everyone thinks they're going to run now, so we're going to pass. Purdy's not that guy. He's not that guy. Mm -hmm. If you look, this is what people are saying. It's not a knock on Purdy to call him a game manager because you know who he is? This is Brock Purdy. When he's playing with Patrick Mahomes, how crystal clear is it that this is what a playmaker looks like and this is what a a game manager looks like? Purdy, you can win a Super Bowl as a game manager, but don't ask him to do playmaker stuff against Pat Mahomes. Like it's, It's seriously, it's just like going up against Brady or Jordan. You, you mess around too late in the game, you give them chances, and you know they're going to dig your heart out 75 to 80% of the time. And Purdy's not the guy to go make a point with, like, we'll put this ball in Purdy's hands. You mean instead of McCaffrey? Right, and not use any clock uh, with a lead. Exactly. They were snapping at 17 seconds. Like, dude, you guys need to be shortening Shorten this the game. game. Shorten the game. And give it to McCaffrey. Good Lord, he's your best player. Give it to him. Debo didn't touch the ball that much. Ayuk didn't touch the ball that much. Well, he caught some passes. Kittle didn't have a catch forever. Kittle had two catch. Kittle was a non-factor. Non-factor. You know, Niner fans got real mad at me for putting JT Sanders, Jatavion Sanders from Texas, 
in my mock draft is 32nd pick. And I always try to come up with somebody a little outside the realm of who you're thinking at 32. But I looked at that team and I said, you know, Kittle's not the same pass catcher he was. I mean, he's really not. And the other tight ends, they, they drafted two tight ends last year, just guys. One of them was Braden Willis from Oklahoma that had a huge holding penalty. Um, number yeah. nine, whenever yeah. Kittle was yeah. off the field. And, and the other one was the guy, Cameron Latu, who I think is just a guy from Alabama. Uh, Sanders is a special pass catcher. He has real ability. You know, they could have used another weapon out there because you're right. Kittle was a non-factor. He was a non-factor. Non-factor in the game. I think he gets, crazy. I think, I just think he gets a lot of love about Kittle like because his name is George Kittle. George Kittle's not the same tight end he once was. No. They don't utilize him like they did three years ago. All right. Semo three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Any thoughts on the uh, the big game? You're more than welcome to get in here. Uh, rodeo. Now it's rodeo time. Okay, we're done with the football season, and it's rodeo time. And I've got rodeo ready boots, rodeo ready hats, rodeo ready shirts, rodeo ready jackets, rodeo ready everything at Republic Boot Company. You can be. You can wear home today the nine the eighteen thirty six collection starting at three hundred ninety five dollars. That's right. You can get ready, rodeo-ready boots right now. And they can form them to your feet despite them already being made and not custom for you. But they can customize. And they've got custom boots that, for whatever reason, they were customized, but they're still sitting on the shelves. They're, they're right there right now. And you get those at about half off right now. It's a, such a great – it's so Texas – I mean, if you love the Texas tradition, when you go and you'll see in the back, they'll let you go see how they make them. And the 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 bootmaker machine is from the 1930s. I mean, they're still using that same that same quality. You're you're. It's like you're wearing boots back in the day. These they're just perfect. And the first thing you meant you you notice is the smell. It is the best. When you walk in, you're going to go, oh, my goodness. It overtakes all your senses. Plus, they've got bands there and an open bar. It's just perfect. You're looking for boots right now. Uh, it's Republic Boot Company. RepublicBootCompany.com, 1133 East 11th Street in the Heights. It's the only place to get your rodeo-ready stuff today. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. You was a toilet baby. Tiff just plopped down like a little old turd, just right down in a bowl. 